0: door cover there's a trip to the final four on the line let's fucking go brad key is here
1: what's up micah brad it's micah god i'm excited about these games i like that dramatic pause there i was like hanging on a whim god i'm excited we saw some good basketball Oh, a Thursday and Friday. It was a good round. And you know what? We
0: said this last week. I'm saying it again. Nobody's recording podcasts for you Saturday morning but us. They're all hungover. We're doing this for you. I'm actually the pretty loyal clear-headed listeners. too listeners. Yeah. Let me say this again. This is for you. You deserve this.
1: We're doing it for you.
0: Nobody else is doing this for you. Remember Let's go. who's doing this for you? It's us. It me. It yeah, it me. It Brad. We're here. It's a big day. I'm excited for a lot of reasons. And I'm excited for some hoops. So let's talk about some hoops. <laughs> okay, let's go. Uh, a quick programming note. A couple of programming notes here. We will be back either Monday or Tuesday uh, to break down what happens on the game Saturday and Sunday. And then later in the week, we'll be back probably Thursday to preview the Final Four. So two more episodes next week. Nice. At least. Maybe, yeah. maybe a Sunday. We Who got knows? bonus coverage coming. Yeah, probably. I'm thinking Tuesday, Thursday next week, and then maybe just Monday the next week.
1: I mean, I'm having a good time. We might as well keep doing it. We're having a
0: great time. Yeah. Important announcements. Starting April 1st, that's Monday, Brad and I and MWBK Sales and Creative, whatever we're calling our company, will be in charge of this podcast. We will own it. We will also own Grand X Labs, and it will be rebranded
1: Mind of Micah. MWBK creative plus sales that's something like that something along those lines we're gonna be creative we're gonna sell shit
0: mind of Micah coming soon to the grand x labs feed so if you're listening to this today on saturday or sunday search grand x labs wherever you listen to podcasts if you're listening to this on monday just search mind of Micah and subscribe we've got awesome stuff coming next week and every week to come including uh, Micah's Read of the Week for those uh, former RBP listeners or current RBP listeners who wanted Micah's Read of the Week. We might have Micah's Song of the Week. We might have uh, Micah, there's on Grand Next Labs right now, if you want a little taste of what this is going to sound like, I did Micah Reviews American Cinema where I watched The Dirt
1: on Netflix, the Motley Crew movie, and I, I left a movie review for the people. Nice. We should uh, plug a few of those, those episodes on the Backdoor Cover Instagram account so that people can know where to link to it. It's easy to find.
0: That's true, Mind of we'll Micah. Check it out. Do it for me. Do it for us. Do it for Brett. Quick update on the ESPN Tournament Challenge, the official backdoor cover group. Thanks to everybody who played. Uh, let's update first the celebrities. Uh, shockingly, Will Defries, the human sock, has surged into the lead. He is one point above me. Uh, I am in second place. Will, Will is in the points. top. He is in the top eighty percentile
1: and he has 70 points. ESPN.
0: He has 680 points. Okay. And then you got 6. I have 670, so I'm one behind okay. uh in the top 73 percentile. Nice. Uh Dave Ruff is at 610 in the top 45 and Dylan Shivery is now in last place amongst the celebrities at 3 uh at 37th percentile.
1: Brad, where are you? Yeah, you forgot me, buddy. Sorry. I'm still a celebrity too, right? <laughs> I'm middle. I'm at 630, so right between uh Brad David sits Dylan. in third place. That's right. Uh, in first place
0: overall in the backdoor cover group,
1: R.I.P. Valero
0: or Valerio. We keep calling it Valero from Blake B. Eleven uh-huh. sits in first place. He's in the good. top one hundred percentile.
1: He's hanging tough, man.
0: He really is. This is Im- impressive. Uh, he currently sits at eight eighty. So how the fuck? I don't you know in the who top one
1: hundredth percentile. What does that mean? You're you're the like high-
0: of all of the people on the ESPN group. You're he in is top- in the top. 1 100, 100 yeah in the
1: top 1%. Wow, he's a one percenter
0: Pretty impressive. 880 points. Uh he's up 6 points. He has Michigan State to win. Uh Zach C, D F Bentley, Andrew Lightbody, you're the only 10 I see. Uh he's eliminated cuz he has Tennessee. Jam Garvin <laughs> and Corn are all in the top 5. Corn Dog's a good name. Someone calling himself Knee Jerk and Square Dome. I wonder if that's Neil Voigt. Um Chouse. Anyway, the winner, of course, gets uh, a signed mouse pad, pad or anything else they want. If they want to do a two-minute segment on the show, as long as it's not about white supremacy, <laughs> we, you can you can express your views freely on backdoor cover if you win. R.I.P. Valero. Unless that shit's hate speech, and then
1: you're getting c- That's right. Yeah, or hard. any kind of hate speech. Yeah. I
0: mean, we should be clear. Uh, so that's that. Uh, before we talk about these games, let's talk about LinkedIn. Everybody's on LinkedIn. Everybody knows this. And when it's time to hire for your small business, naturally, you want to find the best person for the job. Odds are that person is on LinkedIn because everyone is on LinkedIn. Do you, Do you know, know anyone, anyone? not no. on LinkedIn? Everyone's on Same LinkedIn. Same question posed to each of us. No. Brad and I are both on LinkedIn. You can add me on LinkedIn at Micah Weiner. M I C A H W I E N E R. I think I was way. one of the OGs on LinkedIn. You, think... you introduced me to LinkedIn. Yeah. I didn't know what it was back yeah. when we were in college. LinkedIn's like a very old. I mean, it's older than than a lot of these social media.
1: I'm glad you didn't name any specifics because I don't know. It's older than Twitter, I think. Definitely older than Instagram. Facebook yeah, probably I'm
0: sure of that. Yeah. Uh, LinkedIn. But, so everyone's on LinkedIn, but LinkedIn also has a jobs marketplace. LinkedIn Jobs makes it easy to get matched with quality candidates who make the most sense for your role. LinkedIn Jobs uses knowledge of both hard skills and soft skills to match you with the people who fit your role best. People come to LinkedIn every day to learn and advance their careers, so LinkedIn understands what what they're interested in, and what they're looking for. This means that you can use LinkedIn jobs to hire somebody, and your matches are based on so much more than just a resume. Makes sense. Your LinkedIn jobs matches are based on skills and background, sure, but also interests, activities, and passions, if you're looking for that. Matching lets you get quickly uh, to a group of relevant qualified candidates for your role that way you can focus on the candidates you want to spend time talking to and make a quality hire you're excited about customers rate linkedin jobs number one for delivering quality hires so here we go post a job today at linkedin.com slash bdc and get 50 bucks off your first job post that's linkedin.com slash bdc save 50 bucks 50 bucks we save, we're saving you fifty bucks. LinkedIn.com slash B D C like backdoor cover and you're saving fifty bucks. Get some quality candidates for your role. You can go to Postmates, use promo code Backdoor, and save a hundred bucks. We are saving you buku's of money with our sponsors this week. That's a lot of money. God. buku's is a lot. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the hoops. Purdue beat Tennessee. Uh, first we'll start with Thursday, I guess. Yeah,
1: so what we're doing is recapping the games Thursday, Friday, and then we'll uh talk about tonight and tomorrow's games.
0: That's right. Correct. Purdue beat Tennessee 94-99 90, in overtime. Brad, your thoughts. This was tough.
1: This was if tough. If you're a Tennessee fan. It was really tough. So, um, Tennessee's up. They're up, what is it, two points uh, right before regulation ends. The, I think it's there's like one second, one and a half seconds, something like that. Carson Edwards goes up for a three, and they foul him on it. He hits two of three to tie the game up. They go into overtime and Purdue kind of breaks away with the game, basically. Uh, Tennessee had a one, or they were in the, the basically the driver's position, and uh, yeah, man, they just kind of let it slip away. It was a pretty heartbreaking uh, fashion of a loss. What do you think? Lots of missed free throws for Tennessee, uh, which stinks. <sighs> That's really tough. It's a bad Like we've talked about so many times, it's a it's a seasoned veteran uh roster, like you would expect for them to be kind of more poised and in position to make those types of shots, the pressure filled shots. They've been there before. They can deal with that kind of stuff. Uh, I was riding with Tennessee all along. Every single week I pick against Purdue and every single week they have proven me wrong. And um, Purdue's good, man. They're really fun to watch. Uh, I Every single week I'm going to pick against them, though, whoever they've got to go against. It seems like the, the team that they're matched up with will be better, but every single time I've been incorrect. What do you think? I, I don't know. I'm, I'm tired of doubting Purdue. They are impressive. Perfect. One of us has to go against it, and then. But we I mean, won't this one just. Dead wrong. This
0: is more. This one hurts for Tennessee. You can't miss those free throws. It's just kind of a heartbreaker. You can't
1: foul somebody up shooting a three with one second left on the shot on the game clock, and you're up two. You just can't even. That's I mean, not something you can do. That's not possible. You cannot win doing that. Yeah. Um. I I agree Purdue's dangerous man the way they can shoot it they can beat anybody That's right Carson Edwards 29 points 8 for 22 shooting 8 for 14 free throws So like you're saying not th- afraid th- to keep shooting though Not scared he's going to shoot until he gets his and I mean I keep saying like if he goes cold Purdue's in trouble I mean that's pretty cold shooting wise and they're not in that much trouble so I stand corrected Purdue's very good um they were always very good obviously they're a high seated squad, but like they just keep on overcoming the odds and uh they are moving on. So here we go. You got any other thoughts on that one? No, not really. I I mean it's just it's tough for Tennessee. It's a disappointing way to end this
0: season. Um but it, it is what it is I guess. This is it is March Mad Sh- March Madness. Shouts
1: to Rick Barnes. Great season. Way to go Tennessee. All right let's move on to Virginia uh Oregon. We have Virginia beating Oregon for 49 what are your thoughts? Uh, you got to give Virginia
0: credit. That they've been through a lot. They were humiliated last year in the tournament. Um they've had an easy draw so far, especially, you know, by the numbers, but they played their game. They pl- they like to slow it down. They like to play defense. Then boys D up. They D up and the fact that they Oregon it was a very athletic team that they could slow the tempo uh, and and hold on uh, and get past these guys. They held Oregon to twenty
1: two points in the first half, twenty seven and a half is second half for forty nine total. Like if you're holding a team to twenty points and a half, you are destroying them defensively. Um, on the other side, Virginia was held to twenty three points on the second half. So like Oregon kind of manned up and and beat them up and kind of brought it back together. So uh, first half, yeah, Virginia but I- thirty. Uh, Oregon 22
0: I just felt like or uh, like Virginia was always had this game. Yeah, Like they were in control the whole time. Cuz when you
1: when you play that kind of defense, you you control the pace of the game. You have like more of a a say of what happens in the game. So right. that's Virginia why like Virginia isn't the kind of team
0: that's going to give up a 12-0 run. Like right. they they their defense is just too good. It's just not going to happen. If they're up 6 with 4 minutes left, they're going to hold on. They're bad boys. I so, like it.
1: Shouts to Virginia. And they keep on beating those double-digit seeds. Yeah. Well, they, now they got next, some competition. Next, next round's going to be a little different, which, honestly, I think they're more comfortable playing better teams. Like, there's that stigma of losing to a 16 seed is pressure that is just too much to bear at this point. Like, So they're moving That's an on. an interesting take. I mean, they're one of the best teams in the country, if not the best. There's no and doubt about that. They obviously struggle with, the higher seeded teams, just because there's so much pressure on the line after you lose to a 16. So I'm looking forward to seeing them in the next round versus an opponent, uh, a quality uh, opponent. We'll see how it goes. All right, Texas Tech ta- or no? Oh,
0: back to the West Regional. Sorry. Other <laughs> I like Thursday how you games. It. Uh, we'll talk Gonzaga, FSU
1: first. I can Gonzaga, see why you'd get excited about Tech. Oh, I am. The we got hotline the calls. We'll get there. Okay, let's go Gonzaga
0: first. Gonzaga beat uh, Florida State 52 or 72 58. Uh this game was never in question. Gonzaga they are good. We know this. Them boys run. But they Um, run it. And they they just outclass Florida State. This was you know, this is a real team.
1: It's and they play good defense as well. Um they held Florida State in check. Fifty eight points isn't a whole lot on total. Um Yeah, and and a lot of Gonzaga's guys showed up. Um I I was about to name this guy's name. Rui Hachimura. That's close. <laughs> uh, not so close, but he had 17 points. He played really well. Uh, five for seven free throws. Um, yeah, Gonzaga showed up. They played. They outclassed him. Uh, Florida State had a great season, though, man. Those dudes are big. I think they averaged eight in their lineup. Florida State did. So, um, shouts to them. Super quality season. See you next year. <laughs> Zags move on. <laughs> Thanks to you. See you next year. Yeah. Bye-bye.
0: Um, Texas Tech. Uh, now you can go to it. My go favorite game of the weekend. Go ahead and beat that joke to death. They kicked the shit out of Michigan, who lost to Michigan State three times this year. There it is. 63-44. Uh, defense. 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 I mean, this is Texas, a common theme Tech, here. My God. I mean, we talked about how tough they were leaning into this game, but they defended. Gracious. Tech, I mean... Texas Tech is a juggernaut defensively.
1: So we were saying if you hold someone to 20 points in the half or under, it's like a, a, a serious feat. They held Michigan to 16 points in the first half of that you game. You cocks. That is a ass-whipping of all of epic proportions. On the other side, they did hold ten, uh, Tech to 24 in the first half, so it was a fairly close game until they got into the second half, uh, and then Tech opened up a can of whoop-ass. They sure did. And, uh, yeah, they got that ass The Raiders are... This is a scary
0: team. This is another team that's not afraid of anybody else in this tournament, and and can play with anybody. They ball, and then Jay- when you defend like this, you're going to be in every game. They're right. not
1: getting blown out, and then Jay Culver is a lottery. They're pick not the going to be draft. scared of
0: Gonzaga. Like yeah. that's just not a thing that's going to happen. You don't think so, huh? These dudes have spent years living in Lubbock. Like they're not afraid. If you can survive that and the Raider Rash and everything that goes with it, uh-huh. you can play Gonzaga. That's they're not going to see Gonzaga and and be scared. Winter in the desert is a very difficult uh, way of life, and they've overcome. That's true. So, yeah. Shouts to the writers. Uh, we have a, a hotline call here. I believe these are from Michigan fans. Let me. We have two of them actually. Let me play them. Okay.
1: Good. Fuck. You guys want? That's it. Yeah,
0: I just does <laughs> it. it. Yeah, I I believe that was a Michigan fan, and uh, oh, we, we got one more here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it.
1: I I respect that.
0: You know the what's the guy from Michigan who calls uh, Will Will, from Michigan uh, who called thirty times in the last week. He not did not call, but that's two calls. Probably because you
1: shamed him for calling twenty times. I appreciate him calling, but you know,
0: those were the two calls we got from Michigan zip codes this week or area codes this week. So, uh, shouts to you guys on that. Uh, Texas Tech impressive. Uh their
1: coach uh Beard Beard This guy's done a fucking amazing job. So he would never really been the coming into the role too. Like he'd been like a like all over the place. Like he had like 15 yes. jobs in, in like random But he's been a head coach. He was a head coach
0: for 1 year before this and he got a team to the sweet 16. Like at Alabama somewhere. Like one of those little tiny Yeah. Like and now I mean where well, I guess little rock or something. Up, yeah. Uh yeah, do not you google that real quick you and You want then, me to look up Chris Beard? Yeah. Texas Tech went to their first Elite Eight last year, and then they doubled down and came right back again this year. Uh, this was not a program in good condition before he got there either. This guy can fucking coach. I think they got to the Sweet 16 his first year at Tech as well. But, yeah, he's,
1: he's like the sort of the Forrest Gump of basketball coaches. He's been everywhere. He's been all over. So uh, he previously coached Little Rock, Little Rock, Angelo State, and McMurray. He graduated from high school at McCullough High School in the Woodlands, Texas. Uh, he was a student assistant. Yes, the, Houston. The Woodlands is a suburb of Houston. Uh, he was a student at the University of Texas at Austin under the Longhorns coach Tom Penders. Uh, graduated in 1995 with a Bachelor's of Science in kinesiology. That's nice. Uh, then he went to Abilene Christian for his uh, master's. Well, he's a good coach, and there are a lot of people in Texas that would like to have him here. I, so uh, I've been talking to some Texas fans that have really ignorant opinions and th- their fear is that they're going to get another defensive minded coach, which is what Shaka Smart's supposed to be is like this high intensity defensive minded stuff. And they're all pissed off because the offense has been such trash for so long that they're concerned that Chris Beard will come in and, and be defensive minded and have trash offense, which is kind of an ignorant thing to say, considering how potent his offenses have been especially as of late but he won't be here this year because shaka has
0: a 13 million dollar buyout that's pricey that's a lot if Um, anyone can
1: afford it it's the university of texas
0: but they even they can't afford apparently they have 50 million dollars in buyouts going right now between uh between shaka and charlie strong and i think they're still paying mac brown i don't know (laughs) It's crazy. So we don't. Nobody cares about. Wish them, they'd UT pay at me. This point. Damn. T is in the uh in the NIT. I think they're a game away from going to 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 New York.
1: They got TCU next. Yeah, they're in the final four or whatever you want to call. Oh, it. are they? They in call New York? it the last four because no, it's not no. the
0: final. Yeah, I think I think the NCAA has like a trademark on final. Sure, four. Sure, of course they do. Funny. They
1: got to make as much money as possible off these kids.
0: We'll get to Micah's beef of the week now presented by Butcher Box
1: later. later. That's later. something else coming to. Uh, mind of Mica feed, so get excited about that. Yeah, so they just they just uh, signed on with us and sent Micah and I each like a million pounds of the best meat I've ever seen in my life. But don't uh, my,
0: go, don't buy Butcher Box yet until we get you a <laughs> promo code and get you big savings. That's that's what we call a tease. That's coming soon.
1: We just want to say shouts to Omaha them. Steaks can suck though. it. Butcher <laughs> Box, this is the
0: fucking truth. We'll get to them later. Here we go. Uh, we'll stop being such promotional cucks. Yes, uh, the East Regional in DC. Michigan State uh, beat LSU eighty to sixty three. Whoa, that was ass whipping. Uh, Michigan State is good; they are coached very well,
1: and they're just they're solid. You and think LSU it just it all kind of finally caught up? They didn't have their coach there to kind of rally them and pull them together. People are probably going LSU to jail.
0: Just wasn't as good as Michigan State. Michigan State's better. And I don't know
1: about that, man.
0: But I think they're a better team. Obviously, LSU they whip might that have ass. As much so, talent, but
1: yeah, they whip that ass. I mean, LSU was really good this year. I, I, I really do think that the coach plays a large role in pulling a team together when they start to fall apart. And like, I'm not saying that the guy who was an interim head coach or whatever you want to call him didn't do a good job, but like, it's just hard when you you're the leader you came to follow when you pay got paid to go to that school leaves, and now you're kind of being led. Into darkness by somebody you're not quite trusting because he it's didn't pay, he didn't write the check it was the other guy, yeah. Um, Duke got by Virginia Tech another
0: wild, wild g- finish Fuck. for Duke. I really wanted
1: Virginia Tech to take those fuckers down. Two missed layups in a row to get to the, get to the Elite Eight. Zion they had they had a quote from Zion and he's like when I saw that there was like the, they had like thrown a lob to the guy or whatever and yeah. he had gone up and left it short and Zion was like when he caught that ball I knew we were going to overtime. And that he missed it. And he missed a layup. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, other thoughts they on this game. They keep getting so damn lucky. They they've basically avoided four last second shots to rim out for them to continue. Like two from the game before, two from this game, two layups. So hey, keep on riding it. It's not about. It's not just about who's the best. It's also about who's get some lucky breaks and no shoe explosions or anything like that have happened. Like life's good for Duke uh the other than notable thing is cam reddish didn't play in this game who is their third like big time freshman lottery pick coming up uh he had a knee injury so he was out uh it didn't matter they held off uh, a really good virginia tech team um and they moving on what are your thoughts
0: um yeah that's all that's true it. i mean th-
1: that's it and that's duke, all we
0: know duke is good I- i'm blown away by the like espn is so all in on duke and it's it's
1: just unbelievable and you know the stuff they're posting that like looks like they're all in they're doing their best to mask how all in they are so like that's definitely way reserved from what they actually feel there's like 50 exclamation points removed from whatever they post on their instagram uh, we posted something on our
0: instagram today a screenshot from the espn app that just said duke beats Virginia, Virginia Tech, Tech with an exclamation mark. That's not news. Or, That's not how you do news. Like it, it was so bizarre. It's it's very weird. You're I mean
1: supposed to be unbiased.
0: The bottom line is that the this team has really captured the imagination of uh
1: of, of media moguls
0: of people outside of college basketball. Which uh, of Mickey Mouse which and Disney? Which doesn't happen very often. And so yeah, people are trying to the big media companies are are capitalizing on this. But it's just so shameless and like it's weird though because, like, if you're a news producer, if you're a hard news right. person, if you're a news writer, if, you're if you a take your craft seriously, at ESPN, and there are many people there that do a good job and take right. their craft seriously, like, you could write a, a piece, a straight-ahead news piece about whatever happens. But then, if some fucking twenty-two-year-old kid who's a, a junior associate yes. producer for Web puts up something that, like, is meant to be memed that has a picture of Zion with an exclamation mark on it. It just makes your whole organization look like trash. But that guy's being rewarded because he's getting likes and shares and shit.
1: He's got the engagement. It's really he's it's driving a, traffic. He's driving. Uh, he's driving the dollar bill. So the situ and so it's nobody's fault. It's really? the internet's fault. It's the internet's fault. That's right. It's not. Like, Quit
0: liking stupid shit, this is, people. This is
1: new age media.
0: Other than the stupid shit that we say, uh, Trey you, Jones you can keep liking that. Trey Jones had never made more than two pointers, uh, two three pointers in the game, and he made five of seven. He was jacking last night. So he Duke is good, uh, but Zion makes this whole thing go. Anyway, I, I don't want to get too into it, but they beat Virginia Tech in a close game, and they you win the game, you move on. That's that's what it takes. You if make the team, shots. If you they win. Do this again. Uh, if they win another two close
1: games, like. This one shiny moment will just be nothing but Duke missed layups. It'll just be Zion putting his nuts on the rim every time he jumps up to k- take a rebound and stuff. He, that guy is inhuman almost. He is He's, He is superhuman. That's He's not what I'm trying freak. to say. Inhuman is wrong. He is superhuman. Yeah. He is unbelievable. Uh, Anyhow.
0: Moving to the Midwest, in Kansas
1: City, Kentucky uh, beat Houston 62-58. This is a real bummer for me. me I one. really liked Houston. Um, I like Kentucky too, but like I was saying, Houston's got that really good guard play. They got down early. Kentucky really deed up uh, Davis Jr., who was Houston's best player. Uh, ha- I think he missed his first five shots, something like that. So he-, he went cold, and that that made it really tough. Houston comes storming back. They actually get up in the game pretty close to it, like midway, halfway through the uh, the second half. Um, Kentucky's just a little bit too much. Their best player, Washington, uh for Kentucky, actually was back in this game. He's missed the last couple, he's missed all of the March Madness. He's been in a walking boot. Um, so he came out and absolutely whipped that ass. He played great. Um, he was definitely a difference maker in this game. Uh yeah, I was just personally I was a fan of the Cougars. I enjoy watching them play basketball. I like that brand of basketball. I like Kelvin Sampson. I like it all. But uh that it's over. Good night you going home. Too much talent. We talking about the Cougars going home. But, you know, it is what Cougars it is. The Cougars
0: were a good team. They were fun to watch. They had a great season.
1: I hope they... Uh, they
0: don't have 10 five-star guys on their team.
1: No, that's and for sure. And Kentucky does. So it's... I think they have zero five-star guys on their, their team, probably. Probably so. Oh, I think they got one guy to transfer from Oregon that was like a four and a half or five or something. Anyways, yeah, they don't got it.
0: They don't have the talent that Kentucky does. Well, They play well together. Uh, Kentucky won the game. Kentucky is talented. They're always talented. They, and they and this is a Kentucky team that doesn't have the big star on it. There's some so, dudes out of Houston that are going to go to the league, for sure. There's so? a couple of guards that can play in the league, no doubt. All right, and then the best game of the day or the most surprising game at least and the most enjoyable for many Ooh. people. North Carolina got whipped. Whipped by Auburn 97 to 80. 97 to 80. Carolina was a big favorite heading in this game. Uh 97 to 80. The 5 seen Auburn advances. We have a hotline call.
1: Yeah, this is a uh, Jake from Auburn, Alabama. All I have to say is war damn eagle.
0: War damn eagle indeed. Jake from Auburn, Alabama, thank you for calling. Uh, that hotline number, by the way, 800-392-6344. The best thing about this is that that call was left at 2.55 a.m. Auburn time.
1: That Southern accent was
0: thick with two C's. Yeah, he, he's he been drinking.
1: Oh, damn all you know whatever war damn, eagle they whatever say war d- eagle yeah. yeah i i could barely hear it through this, the the draw i like that though that's look at it's that's, that's a very I, nice if uh, i'd
0: still be very drunk if i went to school at auburn and if,
1: after if last i was night. if i went to auburn and it was 3 a.m. and i was making phone calls you can guarantee goddamn tea i'm not going to make much sense
0: auburn who beat kansas last round has now beat north carolina so this- and I did, I We talked about this the other day. I thought Auburn was going to go out and get
1: drunk and bang chicks all weekend and get whipped by North Carolina, and they did the opposite. So it was what we thought it was going to be. It was an up-and-down track beat. They come out. Everybody's running like crazy. Tar Heels are kind of taking it inside and trying to go with two-pointers. Auburn's jacking threes all day. They hit them. They start hitting these threes, and they get up big. Uh, the other thing of note, their leading scorer for UNC, Cameron Johnson, Spiked a fever Thursday night. He had a flu. They also, their, their top bench player, Nazir Little, uh, didn't practice all week because of the same symptoms. So, like, they were, the flu is kind of running through North Carolina as well, which is, doesn't bode well for running track meets. Uh, but, yeah, two points count more than threes, or vice versa. Three points count more than twos, and if you're jacking yeah. and you're making, I feel like, uh, it is what it is. I feel like Roy Williams always has an excuse. What was his excuse this time?
0: That these guys have, have the flu.
1: Like every time they lose, there's always some reason. He says, "I'll never use that halftime talk again because it sure as Dickens didn't work." What a boner! It
0: sure as Dickens didn't, you big cuck. <laughs> I really don't care for him much. In case you can know. yeah, he, he looks look, old as fuck. You know man. why
1: Micah doesn't like him? Because he coached at Kansas for too many years. Yeah, but he, he cries it is what all the
0: time. Uh, he looks old as fuck. I saw him. I mean, I if he is old like, as fuck, he is, I guess. But like this, normally he's like pretty young-looking dude and always well dressed. He looks like he's going to die soon. He looks he, like the fucking
1: Crypt Keeper. He looks like he dyes his hair like a healthy color of silver. Oh, he definitely dyes his hair. He he's
0: th- starting to look yeah. like Steve Bannon looks now. Have you seen Steve Bannon recently? You I don't, don't even know who Steve uh, Bannon that's, is. That's for the best. Okay. Uh, he looks like the Crypt Keeper. Though. Well, so, or <laughs> anyway, Damn uh, Eagle. The, they ro- they War they're rolling. War Damn Eagle. Uh, Chuma
1: Okiki. O- yes. That's their best player. I can't say if that's the right way to speak his name. We'll, we'll call but him uh, Chuma. Chuma. Uh, <laughs> that's what. Uh, Pearl did.
0: He apparently had a well. He had a, a, what looks like an apparent knee injury, devastating knee injury. At it the could very end be of the game. devastating right at the end of the game. Um, so he plays forward. He's MRI like there, to, uh, is scheduled for to. Oh, he already had an MRI Saturday morning.
1: Um, this morning, and he he's definitely was a projected their best like prospect for the NBA uh, coming out of this roster. So he's been kind of like the 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 focal point, like the anchor of this team. So it's, it's going to be tough moving forward, but if they keep jacking and they keep making, they're going to be all right. I think this is a death knell for Auburn. We said that every single round. I picked them to lose in the first round.
0: Yeah, but they're, they can't play without their best player. Well,
1: it's their their talent. or I mean, their they success deep, has been though. they play eight or nine or ten well, guys. Their success hasn't that, been but. around like their their forward players. It's been around them jacking threes. And this guy was like basically played center, played defense. In case you're wondering, yeah. Bruce Pearl can fucking coach. I don't know about that.
0: Dude, this guy gets he he was at Wisconsin Green Bay. They made a run. He was at, at Tennessee. They made they they made runs. He can coach. He might have fucked up and uh, done some crazy shit. I don't know how ethical it was. He's always talking about Jesus now, which is you know, or the Lord, or I don't know. He's, he's, he's a big getting there religious. Mess. But uh, look, if you don't, he have can coach the best basketball. Team, I, I'm not going to speak about anything else. But the dude can fucking coach basketball. If you
1: don't have the, if you don't have the caliber of athletes that the other squad does, and you come up with a game plan around jacking threes, and you make them, you can, you can. Uh, compete with just about anybody Wofford showed you you could play with just about anybody And they had little white guys just blasting through well, Auburn so.
0: has just smoked Kansas And North Carolina, two of the teams The biggest blue bloods in to the history of college basketball yeah, Most winningest and programs no And next doubt, is Kentucky And no doubt two of the, the most uh, talented teams
1: So they're
0: going three in a row The top three winningest programs God, that's in, the crazy. Ro- in the What in a history. year that would be Yeah. Uh, the other storyline here is Charles Barkley uh, I was at a party last night Yeah and everybody saw the the score of the game, and everybody's like, oh, man, Chuck's going to be happy. <laughs>
1: like, Chuck is literally the only the, the biggest storyline going here. Did did you watch it at all? Have you seen any of the, I, the I watched, clips? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he I, pick on t- Kenny relentlessly? No, uh, they were pretty pretty nice to each other. <laughs> all I did watch considered.
0: Inside March Madness, okay, which isn't is, as good as Inside the NBA. Is it a ripoff of Inside the NBA? Yeah, it's hosted by Ernie. Okay. Uh, this is their Atlanta crew, and it's like Seth Davis, uh, Candace Parker... Uh Mike Breen i like candace parker And some other uh Spencer Haywood or some not Spencer Haywood, some other guy. Oh,
1: you that huge the big guy. He played like center. Maybe Brendan. It's Gordon Haywood. Haywood? Brendan Haywood. Brendan's what it was, yeah. Uh who doesn't really say anything interesting. He but, used to be a, a NBA play, He played for UNC way back in the day, he was an NBA yeah. player for a while, yeah. Um
0: and so that it's mostly um a lot of uh sponsored content. <laughs> I believe this, that this is much more. There's much more spawn con than there is.
1: Uh, well, they're not at risk of hurting their actual basketball brand. that's like year round. Yeah, this is yeah, just like the one off, so they can just like really pour it everything. out there. Like for... they were
0: sitting on an iron throne. The whole thing was sponsored
1: by Game of Thrones oh, last night, and Ernie was sitting there. It was. You know, they aren't doing that because they like Game of Thrones. Those dudes don't care for Game of Thrones. Like well, it, I don't know. Or maybe whatever, Ernie does. Whatever the case, Chuck was. is not watching dragons. But I Chuck guarantee and, you that.
0: Chuck and Kenny were in New York. And they did do one segment where they interviewed Chuck and Kenny. Uh-huh. And, you know, Kenny's son also plays for North Carolina. Yeah, you, told, you said that the last episode. Uh, and so he, you know, I think Charles was nicer. I think if, if Kenny's son wasn't on the team. Yes, Trump it would have been would have gone, more ruthless.
1: Yeah, would have been ruthless. Uh, but he probably also won like a shitload of money because he's a degenerate gambler. That's true. So he's probably in a great mood. So shouts to Chuck, who's been, this is great.
0: I mean, really, Auburn hasn't gone this far in like I think they said like th- twenty eight years, something, or something like that. Yeah, it's been and a while. To to think that five years ago someone decided we're going to put Charles Barkley on college basketball, even though he knows nothing about college basketball, it was a brilliant move because he's wildly entertaining, and now this is happening. So we're excited. I'm excited.
1: It was gonna. Ha- it was bound to happen one day, and here we are. Charles Barkley, War Eagle. Let's keep rolling. Or Jack Eagle.
0: Let's hit him. Keep calling the hotline. 800 392 6344. We got another call. We will preview uh the games ne- uh, well actually let's talk about the games going uh tonight and tonight tomorrow. and Sunday. And then we'll yeah, recap and then we'll and, get out of yeah, here. Yeah, Virginia yeah. is a uh, is the one seed. They are a four and a half point favorite against Purdue. Uh we've talked about Purdue more than we've talked about Virginia, I feel like. This
1: <laughs> Purdue is a dangerous team for Virginia. Purdue's a dangerous team for anybody. If but, they're making their threes, it's gonna be it's going to be tough, man, because Virginia hangs her hat on defense, and threes are as, as difficult to guard as any in this, especially with Virginia, amateur basketball players. Virginia like, it's tough. doesn't
0: blow teams out. They play slow. Right. They play great defense. And when you've got a, a, a crazy three-point shooter like Purdue has a couple of, like you can play great defense, and these dudes might be able to get threes up all, over the top of you. It's and, dangerous, and knock man. knock some of these in. I, uh... Four and a half seems like a lot. That's all I'll say. Oh, i Oh, you think I, so? I feel
1: like, yeah. I think this could be a... I would take that bet. I'd take Virginia four and a half. Minus four and a half.
0: Okay, well, I will take Purdue. Perfect. And the points. Let's do this. Um, what do you want to bet?
1: That's a good question. Well, actually,
0: let, let's, well, let's we'll, place we'll bets talk on this. all okay, of these. Okay, okay. And well, then we'll, we'll a, a Whoever voyage. has
1: the best standings at the end of the uh, week will... This round. We'll, okay, okay, so then
0: Gonzaga is a four and a half point favorite over Texas Tech. I take it you're riding with Tech? I'm definitely taking the points here.
1: Me too. Okay, I like so the Raiders, man.
0: I, I mean I think the Raiders
1: win this game straight up. I mean they're healthy, that defenses can be relied on. They've been scoring the ball at an exceptional clip. I love Tech. I, I'm gonna be rooting for Tech. They're my favorite team left in the, the the bracket. Let's go.
0: I think I have Gonzaga, but I or no, I I don't forget who I have. I took Gonzaga in the to pass. Bracket, Actually I, I have care. Tech
1: versus Gonzaga. That's how I kinda of climb back into the Yeah, middle I do of too. Our, I've got tech.
0: Stands. I so we're both riding with tech here. Uh that should be a fun game to watch.
1: Indeed. Can't wait, man. I'm uh, I'm rooting hard for tex Tech.
0: And then in the East, on so the games on Sunday in the East, Duke is a one and a half point favorite over Texas, uh Michigan State. This is the game of the tournament so you far think on so, paper. Huh? Yeah. Who I do you think, like?
1: I like Michigan State, of course. That's who you took in the bracket. That's who I took in the bracket. I, I believe in them. Okay, I'm going to take Duke. Okay. Obviously, because we we need to do some a little bit of a uh, having different bets, and I actually think Duke's going to take them, and one and a half points ain't shit. So boom, there you go.
0: Okay. I I think just I think Duke's just been living too dangerously. They're playing these tough games. They're they're going down to the wire. Michigan State has played uh has played better. Yeah, they have won easier. They are coached better. I yes, I think Izzo is, is a better co- a game. Well, to coach Well, than, I than I coach wouldn't K. say that he's
1: better generally, but this tournament he has been much better. Is a uh, coach K is just living and dying by missed buzzer beaters basically so yeah. yeah the michigan state's definitely been winning in a more handy fashion and and uh Izzo is should be praised for that he has, has had a great march so yeah so i like michigan state brad likes duke and then the auburn game
0: uh due to the injury has does not have a line uh um, there's a guy's name's
1: chuma. chuma 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 injury you, you like... he, he got hurt last night like late so like right. they'll probably have a lineup maybe of course but... the, these uh lines are all courtesy of our friends over my bookie use promo code bdc
0: to get a bonus when you sign up um who do they got auburn has
1: kentucky that's right that's right who do you like here well i mean let's just pick it up yeah pick it a, straight up i mean i gotta take kentucky just because i i don't know i think that eventually this auburn team's gonna not hit shots like they've lost a lot of games because they didn't hit shots yeah. and kentucky's beat them twice this year once they blew them the fuck out in rup arena so uh history shows that Kentucky's the better squad. They they're at full strength again now that Washington's back and he obviously showed that he could play through a full game. They were gonna play in like ten to fifteen minutes. He ended up playing twenty six and just blew these dudes out the water this this weekend. So uh yeah. And then like we said, Chuma's out. He's he's their most talented uh MBA prospect, NBA prospect. Uh I like Kentucky in this one. These
0: are all on paper, really good games. It should be really fun, yeah, for sure. They should be fun. Um, I, I like uh, Kentucky as well, especially without Chuma.
1: I wouldn't be disappointed if, if Auburn came out and just punched him in the mouth. I would love it. It'd be I'm fun. Rooting, I'm I mean, I enjoy it. Definitely Auburn. rooting for Auburn. I, so, just, I don't have a lot of confidence in them, especially after that injury. And so with I'm Kentucky on back State, in and I'm on Purdue. And then I'm on, yeah, we both, both have Tech, tech so, and, uh, and Kentucky. we both on
0: Kentucky. So what is the bet here?
1: That's the question.
0: Some and we can't. Lunch? S- there's
1: only two bets, but let we'll we'll let's see where we can't pick it. Tell what the bet is next week because it all. How about better.
0: this? Call our hotline 800-392-6344. Yeah. Give us and, some suggestions. Uh, suggest
1: what bet we should make on this. It could
0: be a sandwich. It could be. We've a slap already in done the face. sandwiches. We've already done drinks. Uh, yeah. It could be happy hour. I don't know. It could be something else. Hmm. Think about something humiliating that we'll do. Uh, maybe maybe slap in the face for uh, for viral media content. I don't. I'm, I'm anti-violence, but if if the people call for it, what are you going to do? Speaking of slaps to the face, big MMA we, MMA weekend. We there talked about it. We previewed it uh, on Thursday. It's fight night. Uh, there's Bellator last night. There's UFC Fight Night tonight, Saturday. Uh, there's also one championship fighting on Sunday. Uh, quick note: uh, Edson Barbosa versus Justin Getty. I'm going to pronounce his name that way. The Karate Hottie Michelle Watterson fighting again against Carolina.
1: That was perfect. Uh, as always, those undercard fights are on ESPN+. The Karate Hottie. I'm looking up the Karate Hottie. I want to see what she looks like. Michelle Watherson. Waterson, yeah. She's a, an on-it athlete. Oh, really? Yeah. Have
0: you ever met her in person? I have not, but I've seen her around. She's uh, she's quite attractive. She's a mother. Very pretty. Yeah, mommy. A literal mommy. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, yeah, that sounded creepy, but... Her name's the Karate Hottie. You know I mean? I've got a... I don't think I'm being sexist by saying that.
1: I mean, that's her brand.
0: All right, we got one more hotline. Call 800-392-6344.
1: 800-392-6344. Yeah, it was right from Nennon, Georgia. Uh, Micah, fuck that guy that called you a ham. His little cucked-ass bitch. The Pats are fucked now gronk is gone okay but i just wanted to tell you micah you're awesome and fucked fucked up this call i'm too high for this i love you whoever you are thank you so much for calling there's something extremely charming about the way that people from the south say the word hi I'm too half of this. High. There's something Fuck. charming about that. I love it. Um,
0: one, the Pats are not fucked because they're the Pats. They're gonna keep winning. And I'm sorry. I hate to say it.
1: Tom Brady's gonna be chunking bombs till he's like sixty five.
0: Yeah, and they'll find somebody else. I I don't know. Um and uh the the ham thing, just to be to clarify for the old time fans uh who are listeners to the inside TFM podcast from way back in the day. Way back. I uh I was at a it was the first time I had ever actually been recognized been in public. Grand, in public, I've been with Grandex for uh, you know a few months, and we just started the Inside TFM podcast. And I was in New York,
1: and I was out with uh, with uh, J Train. Yeah, Jared but to Fareed. start this, the coast of the cover, or I'm sorry, the Inside TFM was named Bacon. So continue. Well, I'll get to that. Yeah, so I was out with uh, Jared Fareed. Right,
0: J Train. Uh, I and some dude came up to me. He was like, you know, we start talking. He was like. How do you know Jared? I'm a big fan. I'm like, oh yeah, I work at TFM, whatever. And uh we, you know, and he's like, Oh, are you that are you ham? And he was thinking that I was Rob Fox, aka Bacon. Who was the host of the podcast. Right? And I unfortunately told Rob this story, and then they just started calling me Ham. And and it's always funny to me when callers still call like, Fuck you, Ham, because that's what people used to say when we did a podcast two years ago. But now you got
1: people from, from Georgia that are too high to speak, to Yeah, they're speak, too high, they're and calling they're like, in to Don't stick call for you anyway. Yeah, so That's
0: great. Big shouts to my dude from Georgia. Uh, as always, the hotline,
1: 800-392-6344. Might I say, you could just call in with like two sounds and you might get played. It's That's just right. like if some frustration. after your team loses. Or you could call in too high to even leave your message you well, might get played.
0: Yeah, they were good this week. Yeah. Uh, and if you just want to figure out what kind of punishment or uh, what kind of bet Brad and I should have, call there too we could use some advice here micah's beef of the week coming to mind of micah just a reminder micah's beef of the beak and i have a good one uh will not be on this podcast
1: anymore i can't believe we'll you're pouring out our podcast to talk about a segment you're stealing from our podcast to send on another podcast that's right it is moving to mind of micah as always you should subscribe
0: uh if you're you're listening saturday or sunday subscribe to grand x labs if you're li- subscribing listening on monday or tuesday or wednesday or thursday Subscribe to Mind of Micah.
1: And if you're confused, just like Support me, us. don't worry about it. We'll, we'll get you straightened out. It'll all make sense. It'll make By sense. By the next
0: time we record Monday, it'll be all Mind of Micah. Uh, social media,
1: Brad, where can the people find you? Bradley B. Key on Instagram. Bradley Key on Twitter. Micah, where can the people find you?
0: At Micah Weiner, M-I-C-A-H-W-I-E-N-E-R. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, Follow me on Snapchat at MicahTX, M-I-C-A-H-T-X.
1: Hey, you can find me, Bradley Key, on Instagram while we were at it since they were, uh, they were. There you go. So And nice follow the show the on
0: Twitter at Backdoor Cover, on Instagram at Backdoor Cover Podcast. Got it? Call the hotline eight eight 800-392-6344. We'll be back next week early. Uh, thanks again to our sponsors, LinkedIn. Uh, that's LinkedIn.com slash B-D-C to uh, get started, hire somebody. If you if you run a small business, and if you're looking to hire someone, just do it on Save LinkedIn. Save some money.
1: Yeah. Use our link. Uh,
0: and uh, check out my bookie, promo code BDC. That's it. That's it. That's all. Go to download the Postmates app. You're going to be hungover. Watch basketball. Use promo code Backdoor. All right, I'm, I'm done whoring us out. Uh, Thank you. See you soon. Bye.
1: Thanks for listening.